We started scaled. I've exited many of those companies. A couple of them went public, exited those companies, and repeated it over and over again. So I got called in to MIT uh, Masters of Business that was run by Vern Harish. Are you familiar with the, the whole program he has? 60 entrepreneurs around the world who make more than a million dollars. They come to this session and they get their certification or whatever it is. It's a master's of entrepreneurship. I was asked to speak in 2012 to this group of people who quite frankly are very successful as well to try to talk about what it was that I was doing over and over again to start scale, exit, repeat. All right, we're here with Colin C. Campbell, author of Start, Scale, Exit, Repeat, founder of one of the largest clubs on Clubhouse. He's open and closed seven businesses. He's into AI. Colin, what's up? Well, thank you for having me on, Mark. I really appreciate this. This is, a, this is actually a really cool podcast. I like the angle you take with your guests. Well, thank you. Thank you. It's, you know, it's easy when you're at entrepreneur organization events because like everybody's just a killer, stone cold killer. So that makes it a lot easier. I know, but you have a live format with right. all these entrepreneurs instead of the ones I've done a, a lot of podcasts and I usually do them through Zoom. Sure. But this is interesting. I like the format. It, it sort of makes it a little bit more interesting. I'll say. Yeah, it's, for, it's, uh, you know, for sure, more natural. And, you know, my vision is to have this amazing recording studio in downtown Fort Lauderdale, 10 minutes from the beach, 10 minutes from the airport, people flying in from all over the world to record with me in person. And I, I think in order to make that happen, you got to record more in person. You yeah, got to record absolutely. more person. So absolutely. that's what I'm working on, upgrading all the cameras, upgrading all the equipment, more Love travel it. budget. So I'm excited about that. But listen, let's talk about the book, Start, Scale, Exit, Repeat. I'm assuming it's about starting, scaling businesses, selling the business, and then getting into the next one. Yeah, I mean, it was, it's, let me tell you this, 30 years serial entrepreneur, 10 years writing the book. We spent the t last two years with six staff interviewing over 200 people. 50 of them made the book. This was a Herculean task. It was, you know, they say it, every one of my businesses it, it was an overnight success. It just took 10 years. Well, that's the same as the book. I, can't, I just can't get out of this 10-year mark. It seems like it always takes that long. Yeah, I started in tech. I started in 1993 uh, launching an internet service provider, ISP. And then we launched a company called Two Cows. And then we launched a company called Hostopia. And then we launched a company called Geeks for Less. And then we launched a company called uh, Club. Uh, and then we launched Startup Club. And now we're almost a million members on Startup Club. And, Clubhouse, and they're all yeah. sort of connected. We started scaled. I've exited many of those companies. A couple of them went public. Exited those companies. And repeated it over and over again. So I got called in to MIT uh, Masters of Business that was run by Vern Harish. Are you familiar with the, the whole program he has? 60 entrepreneurs around the world who make more than a million dollars. They come to this session and they get their certification or whatever it is. It's a master's of entrepreneurship. I was asked to speak in 2012 to this group of people who, quite frankly, are very successful as well. To try to talk about what it was that I was doing over and over again to start, scale, exit, repeat. So literally this idea was born that day because I had to come with some material. It was a four-hour session and it was incredible because I recognized 
Here's the interesting thing. That in start, the story, the people, the money, and the systems is very different than in scale. In scale, the story changes. There's a lot of things that change in your story. And maybe we can talk about the number one thing in a minute, minute. but then the, the, the people change. The amount of money you need to scale, how you raise that money, we walk you through every step of the scaling process in the book. And of course, the systems. I cannot underestimate how important the systems are for scaling. Back in 2006, the board of directors was very close to firing me from my publicly, it was a publicly traded company. I was about to be fired. I flew into Vegas and I met with Patrick Thien from Rhythm Systems, who was my, who became my CEO coach. And literally, he said, you've got to do all of this stuff. And he listed off like 20 things. I said, I don't need all that. I just need the board to not fire me. So, so I need to have some systems in place so I look like I know what I'm doing. Literally, one board member came to me and said, you're just way over your head, Colin. You're too young, you're inexperienced, and you're way over your head. And the company did flatline. It had flatlined. We brought these systems. And in the end, I obviously agreed to Patrick. We brought these systems in. Two days of strategic planning. 90 days of execution. We did goal setting. We did profiling for hiring new employees. We brought in so many systems. And the company tripled in size. Mm. The stock that was trading at $4.55 a share one day traded at $10.55 a share because we got an offer from a Fortune 500 company to buy out all of our stock. Systems, I'm in it, you know, my business is kind of in that, that fun phase. Like we've got through the early struggle. It's solid. I've got a base of good clients. I've got income. I've got cash flow consistent. Thank God. That was, it's kind of tough getting it it's off getting the road. The first, yeah, first level. Super tough. You um, the first stage gate in the book. We call it the first stage gate, a point in time where you know you've, you, you, you've hit a specific smart goal, specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-bound. Yeah. Like it. Love it. On target to probably hit 150K in revenue this year. So feel, yep. feeling good. Yep. Feeling good yep. about that. And now I'm moving into this fun phase. And one of the things that I've, I've recognized is that when I look at um, some of the clients I'm working with and some of the things that we do, we've, we've got a lot of like custom solutions. Like, you want that? Sure. We'll figure that out. But that's hard to scale because you can't scale these custom solutions for each client. And, and maybe, I think for a lot of mom and pop style businesses, that's okay. But if you're getting to that place where you scale to exit, you need to have those, those systems in place that are replicable. Um, if you're, I, I, I feel like I can see this coming. If I'm trying to merge and adapt to each client, it becomes very difficult to sustain that and to train staff and to uh, automate different systems and whatnot, right? Yeah, I mean, look, we've seen many people in your s- space have scaled successfully and they've sold their companies. Um, you know, you think of Gimlet Media and all those like kind of companies. I mean, there is an opportunity. The key, you know, there are many, many different techniques we talk about in scale. One of them, which I like the best, is distribution. If you can boost your distribution by utilizing other people's membership bases or, um, you know, their customer bases, if you can somehow increase your distribution, that's key. And that, that can be one of the things that can increase the value of your company and also create a moat for your company because when you have more distribution than the next guy um, or gal, when you have more distribution, 
then it's hard for them to take your space. Do you mean distribution like in a marketing sense? I think distribution, like from, it's different for every company. Obviously, it's different for your company. So um, like for me, it's, you know, we have an AI platform that we're launching next week. We spent a year building it. Uh, it's an e-commerce platform. It basically replaces your marketing staff. And we're coming out. So the first thing we're doing is how do we blow out distribution? How do we get more and more distribution, you know, through Shopify, be able to get on the Shopify store? How do we utilize other people's customer bases to drive growth for our business? One of our companies, Paw.com, is a dog bed company. Today, we visited HSN in one of the um, things, and we pitched them the idea of carrying our products on their network. And there's no reason why we would not be on HSN. We're on QVC, and we're... We're blowing up on QVC, and we're, we're, we're on Amazon, and we, we have our own website, obviously, paw.com, but we want to blow out as many channels as possible. You'd be so like on the top into, of iTunes, the top of Shopify. That's right. Top of all these different platforms, yeah. That's right, yeah. You want to be in as many platforms as possible. Eyeballs. Influ- and I think that's one of the reasons why influencer marketing has become so popular. Um, when, we t- when we also talk to start to look at that scale, one of the things that's r- super interesting to me is AI. What, how, how do you talk about AI in the book and how that can impact my business? So we're, we're very fortunate to interview um, a gentleman who wrote Crossing the Chasm, Inside the Tornado and Crossing the Chasm, Jeffrey Moore. And he talks about the technology adoption curve. And we actually really break it down in the book really nicely, maybe a little more simply than he did in his book, quite frankly, because he's a little (laughs) ethereal. But uh, we actually break it down. You have an opportunity. Let me me say this. There has never been a better time in history to be a founder because of AI. AI is the paradigm shift that we're going to experience in the 2020s like nothing we've seen before. And trust me, I was there in 1993 when we launched an ISP and became the fastest growing company in Canada. Front page of the magazines, all that kind of stuff. And that's through internet access. Then we did cloud computing with Hostopia. We offered web hosting and email. There was a regulatory change in 2012 when they opened up new domain extensions. That's when we did .club, which is a competitor to .com, .net, .org, and we sold a million domain names. And then we sold that to GoDaddy. So what I'm talking about happens over and over again in history that big corporations, unfortunately, I did sell myself off for three years to a Fortune 500 company. When I sold Hostopia, I agreed to work for three years, and I did my time, top of the company. But let me tell you this, I learned a lot about big company culture They are fearful of risk. They're afraid. And the people who take those risks leave those companies. If they're an entrepreneurial, they're not in a Fortune 500 company. Enter the entrepreneur. AI will be the most historic technological advancement of our lifetime. So I am just so excited. Like I'm, after everything I've gone through, after all the paradigm shifts... AI comes out, and it's just unbelievable. Now, let me, you don't have to launch an AI company here, okay? Let me be clear. And you don't have to launch it either, even for your business. Sure. So what can you use AI to help accelerate the growth of your business? 
And by the way, we could probably do a whole other podcast on that. I've had uh, four or five shows on Clubhouse where we just talk about with the community, what can you do? I literally wrote two contracts with AI already. Now, they were not sophisticated contracts. They were employee contracts, meeting in the minds. It took me 60 seconds. So no, no attorney, no, no attorney, legal fees. seconds. A- wow. My wife, her, we own a school in Fort Lauderdale. And it's a great school. My wife's overwhelmed, though. I took, was looking at her blog. I said, you haven't updated your blog since the middle of 2021. And I said, why? Why don't you just write eight articles on ChatGPT? What are you talking about? He's not, you can't do that. Okay. I said, and I was very specific in my request. And when I do an article on ChatGPT, I always like to say, give me eight reasons why or 12 reasons why. So she is a, uh, a very sort of high-end Montessori school. It's AMI. So I said, what are the eight things that AMI Montessori teachers get trained on? And the article is spitted out. And I did eight articles in 10 minutes. I handed them over to her. She read over every one of them. And she said, this is unbelievable. Now, I'm going to make one more confession, okay, here on this. Okay. Sure. This book was submitted November of last year. It came out October 3rd. Zero AI. Okay, we talk about AI in the book. We talk about it being the, the transformative in the 2020s. Uh, we talk about catching the wave. And by the way, there are other waves in AI that are coming out. There's a lot of new technology advancements in many different areas. I just think AI will be the biggest of all of them. But the one thing in February comes along. This is actually not my book, so I had to borrow it. February comes along, and we had to write the forward for the book. So I took the introduction of the book, popped it into ChatGPT, and I said, write the forward of the inside cover of a book based on my introduction. It wrote it. It was nearly perfect. Uh, And I know that because the Forbes team who published the book said to me, when I asked them why they used it for the Amazon listing, they said to me, "Um, well, it's perfect. And this is the, they are the experts. They've done thousands of books they've launched and, and published. And, and they said this was perfect. And I was just surprised. This thing is unbelievable. We're launching a company called Pencilla. It, it will replace your marketing staff for $99 a month. It will do everything from all your ads for e-commerce to your postings, Facebook, everything for $99 a month. It's incredible. And I am just touching, I mean, I am just touching a few areas this is this is terrifying because what do all these marketing experts and gurus and funnel oh hackers what are they going to do is so this the death a, of click funnels we had a show on funnels we had a show on clubhouse and we had this marketing and we were talking about you know and this high-end marketing executive she gets paid one hundred fifty thousand dollars a year and i said to her can you come up with a um tagline for startup club and uh she says she came out with something it sounded okay it was like the community of da, da, da. it was a little bit long and you know had a little bit of corporate feel to it yep and I went on ChatGPT at the same time. I said, come up with five taglines for Startup Club. And one of them was, fuel your startup journey. Fuel for your startup journey. And I thought, you know what? That's cool. Gas. That's cool. And yet, here's this $150,000 executive, you know, marketing executive coming up with this sort of, you know, the typical what these executives do come up with. And yet, ChatGPT seemed to blow her away. I, I, I can't tell you. I mean... If you are running a startup and you do not embrace AI, you're going to fall behind. And then if you want to kick it up another notch, bring in BPO, business process outsourcing. 
At Paw.com, we use we have six people in Philippines, but then they use um, a technology that goes through ChatGPT. It's, it's a Zendesk, I believe, is the name of the company. They use that platform and it corrects their language. But not only that, we say make it more positive. So all the responses to customers are very positive, and I mean positive, P-A-W, positive. No, it's a pun, obviously, but. It's very positive. And I think, think that, that, that's amazing. We're that talking, on the customer service side? On the customer, customer service side, you can institutionalize positivity, positive language with low-cost offshore labor. And yeah. no language doesn't matter anymore. When I first started, that's 100% right. When I first started uh, my podcast agency, finding people that could write very well in English was really difficult in, you know, outsourcing the Philippines, India, Serbia. They, they speak good English, but writing a little bit tricky. So I actually lost one of my team members. Team member quit, and I was like, okay, crap. I'm, gonna, I'm the entrepreneur. I'm going to do all the work. We're going to bootstrap this. We're going to make this thing happen. Became overwhelmed immediately. Started using AI, and I was like, holy crap. I can write so much better, so much more quickly. So I put, set up some systems. I trained my team. Now when new people come in, I say, okay, watch these couple videos, get trained up. And they write it's like I've got. It's like I just hired Stephen King to write my my article. I should say that it's unbelievable. Like, like Stephen King, right? <laughs> you can actually train the module to do that. You know, one thing we did for fun. Uh, my daughter did. She's taking an, uh, a master's in AI right now. So I asked her, "Can you take this book?" And they, they I don't know the actual right terminology. I'm not. A, I'm not a geek. I only aspire to be one. Okay. Uh, but I said, "Can you take this book and put it into a, the database or whatever?" So that now at startupclubai.com, you can literally go to that site, ask a question, and the response comes back from the information in this book. Wow, yeah. Like, how do I exit? How do I do this? How do I do that? And it is very different than going to ChatGPT where it's very generic answers. And, it, and then some of the answers might be different. They might even be better at ChatGPT. But there's unique and different material that's here that's not available in ChatGPT. And that's interesting, too. Are we going to be at a time when we have any question in a startup, we just simply go to an AI and we ask the question and see what they come back with? And we're talking about everything from starting, scaling, exiting, and repeating that over and over again. It's a quick question for you here. Uh, uh, last question for you uh, here, Colin. Yeah. I'm a business owner. I'm sold. I need to use AI how do I start to institute? Give me the three steps to start instituting AI in my business. How do I formulate that? Okay, the first thing is go get your $20. I mean, we're talking 20 bucks, right? Go get your plus membership at ChatGPT. I, I use ChatGPT. Second, okay, now we're going to want to think about content. You know, we were spending $750 an article at paw.com. We don't spend $750 an article anymore. I think this is a great opportunity for you to become an expert in your industry and you can use ChatGPT. And you don't have to be a great writer. No. You know, I do a, a lot of articles for Forbes as well. Now, the way I do that, though, is I actually write the article myself first. I'm not a great writer either. Uh, I had a lot of help, a lot of coaches who helped me write this book. Um, but I write the article first, and then I go into ChatGPT, and I sometimes will put that through ChatGPT, and it will come back out with, okay, you could do this, this, this. I don't necessarily take it all because I, I, like, I do like my style a little better in writing. It's more direct, more it's conversational. I even asked ChatGPT about the book. I said, can you tell me what kind of style this was? They came back, your style of writing is very conversational and simple to read. And, you know, it was actually very interesting. But, you know, so creating content, becoming the expert in your industry, it's never been easier to do. 
just get started on AI, and we're only talking about the very, very beginning. It's only the All the things you can do with AI. There are so many other things that you can go into. Yeah, it's unbelievable. One of the things, uh, just another quick tip for when it comes to writing, something that I've done is I'll go to the Google Keyword Planner and I'll say, hey, what are the, the search terms? What are the keywords that are getting a lot of search? Maybe using this for Instagram and some other hashtags. Like, what are people searching? What is my ideal client searching for? Then I ask ChatGPT to write articles and titles based around those keywords. I like that. And so now we're actually implementing that creativity with search, with SEO, and that's been powerful for me and my clients. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Colin, Very thanks cool. for joining the show here today. Thank this you. No, thank you. Gas, gas. Where's the best place for us to find you? Look, you can buy this book anywhere. Amazon. It's coming out on Audible next week. Uh, it's on audiobooks right now. If you're, look, but I'll tell you this. It's 58 chapters, 200 call-outs, 30 illustrations. It, we wrote the book for the ADHD entrepreneur. That's it. We made it simple and fun to read a physical book again. Ironically, the book sold out, sold out on Amazon, but they ordered 2,000 copies a few weeks ago, Forbes, 2,000 more. We did 1,500 originally, it sold out. Now we got uh, more coming into inventory at the end of the month, October 31st. Uh, it's, it's, if, you, if you've ever wanted to have fun reading a book again, this is the book to pick up. But I'll tell you, the Audible's amazing. We hired Robert Graham. He's one of the most notable readers of books. I didn't read the book. I, I would have just had 11 it, labs read the book. Just have AI book. read the book. Yeah, exactly. And read it. <laughs> you, know, I, you could have done that, but having a real human do it, yeah, yeah. it's just, it's really engaging. And he, he's quite entertaining the yeah. way he reads the book. And so I'll tell you, the Audible or audio books on Apple is uh, the way to go. That's a pretty amazing thing too. Like read this book in the voice of Morgan Freeman and like go. It, oh, it's insane. Crazy. It's insane. Yeah. And there's going to be a lot of security issues. Let's yeah. not go down that path right now, okay? <laughs> Let's not take that. All right. Cool. Well, Thank Colin, you. thanks for joining the, the show to here today, brother. Absolutely.